he really enjoys using going through the nine steps and he enjoys using the music app. Yes. Can you just share a little bit about what you've seen with him enjoying the tutoring and also enjoying to read now? Yeah, that is that still uh it kind of just takes my breath away and is so almost shocking to me when I catch him just reading casually. Um when you have a child who you know, couldn't memorize his letters, you know, going on a couple years working on that to reading four or five letter words, spelling, spelling difficult and challenging words that I think are even above his level. It's just, it still catches me off guard. And it's so, um, it's so amazing and fulfilling to see that. And I could see how, like you mentioned, how proud he is of himself. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think, I think we both felt very kind of hopeless because we didn't know what was wrong. We didn't know, you know, why these things weren't sticking. And so, yeah, it's, he, he actually um, enjoys reading and he's actually, I mean, for how much he's had to catch up, he's actually really good. I wondered how many of you are interested in helping your dyslexic child with math. What I'm going to show you today is going to be for children without dyslexia, but we know that dyslexic children have a tendency to reverse their letters and not understand um, how to put words together. But what about math? The word problems kids are learning today is confusing enough. And we have something called dyscalculia where dyslexic children just can't even they get numbers out of order and numbers are reversed. But I want to teach you some very strategic steps to helping children today with time. So what I wanted to share is start off with asking your child to say the multiplication tables. And I'm tutoring a student right now who can, you know, do two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, and go on. And he said into infinity. And he's a... Um, this student is an eighth grader. He can also do three, six, nine, 12, up to a certain point. So I make a note as to how far they can go. And then um, let me show you, I'm gonna share my screen because I wanna show you how to get started. So with the multiplications, I'm gonna say Joey can go, he could count by twos unlimited. He can count by threes up to unlimited. He doesn't know the fours. He can do the fives unlimited. Um, he can do, uh, he has trouble with sixes, trouble with sevens, trouble with eights and nines. So this is what we want to work on. But what I want to show you today is how to take the fives to another level. I'm going to show you what our final outcome is going to be, is this clock. Because the students, the children are so used to the digital, they don't know analog and they don't understand analog. And this is my students. He just loved this activity. 
eighth grader, he recommended it for other kids. So I'm very pleased with that. So I've run out of paper plates. So I happen to have one of these plastic plates for this video today. And I'm gonna share how we get started. So let's have our student count by, um, let's just number, first we're gonna just number the clock. We know the clock starts with 12, right? Then we have three and we have six. And over to the right, we have nine. So we're gonna ask the student to go ahead and number in between. We'll have um, one here, two, three, four, five. I'm gonna enlarge my screen here so I can give you a better view also. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, and 11. Now, depending on the size of your plate, notice on this one, I actually put it on the inside. That probably would have been better to do, <laughs> but anyway. Okay, so um, what I wanted to show the student was, this is how we count by fives. Clocks are read by fives, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, and we have 60, which he might recognize 60 minutes. I don't even know if that shows on anymore, but 60 minutes. So um, when we say it's 15 minutes after the hour, we're talking about a line here. When we're talking about 20 minutes after the hour, the hands on the clock will turn and turn. 30 minutes after the hour is down at the bottom and it faces the six, which is why we say it's whatever hour 30. So I show my student, maybe I'll do, um, I don't have any little small, small markers, but the hour hand is gonna face to the 12. The hour, the hour hand is gonna face to the 12. The minute hand is what rotates and it's a little bit longer and it's gonna rotate this way. We call this clockwise and it rotates every minute, every second, every minute. So if this was a paper plate like this, you could actually uh, put brads in here and you could actually use um, a smaller plate inside. I have a couple different sizes, but in the past I've used brads and I've put the hour hand and the minute hand there. But so this is one lesson where you're teaching the student that a clock counts by fives. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. That takes out so much of the guesswork for the student. And the next time we meet, I'm going to have him fill in the minute point. So the minute, so it's, there's going to be four 
minutes in between because the fifth minute is the product of five. So um, this would be six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Now this, <laughs> it's not proportional and we are human. So we will do that, you know, whatever. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. So have your student do that and use different colors because this is the multi-sensory approach that's going to help him learn. And there's four lines because the fifth line is the minute, the by the five. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And there we go. So another thing um, I want to teach is that, let's get my ruler, that opposite of the 12 is the six. And so you could even put a dotted line. Opposite of the 12 is the six. Opposite of the nine is the three. Well, look at this, four parts. Isn't it interesting that we have four parts? When you have four pieces of a pie, we call it a quarter, right? So this would be one quarter. This is a quarter. This is a quarter. And this is a quarter. Four quarters is one. So what is really a revelation to these kids is that when you talk about money, a quarter is 25 cents. When you talk about time, a quarter is 15. So is that a revelation? So we say it's a quarter past, say we have the hour is at one. It's a quarter past one. That means it's 15 minutes past one. Here's my hour hand, 15 minutes past one. If we say it's a quarter to two, then you have to go to this side because it's a quarter to the hour. We also say um, half past, which is whatever hour it's on. If it's one, half past one is one thirty. Half past two, half past means 30. Okay, so that was a cool revelation for the students. And the final revelation I want to give is talking about military time. And this is amazing for the middle school and high schoolers to learn because, oh, I'm so sorry, I can't get everything in there. Um, what's interesting is you'll see this in movies. You'll see military time. So military time talks on a counts on a 24-hour clock. So when you have the numbers, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, all the way up to 12 o'clock, it's going to... or 11.59, it's going to be a.m. When you 
start getting into the afternoon, they're going to call it 13 o'clock, 14 o'clock, 15 o'clock, 16 o'clock, 17 o'clock, 18 o'clock, 19 o'clock, 20 o'clock, 21 o'clock, 22 o'clock, 23 o'clock, and 24 o'clock. So if it's um, 15 o'clock, have your student subtract um, 12 from 15. It's going to be three in the afternoon. If it's 17 o'clock, have your child subtract 12 from 17 and you have five, but it's going to be PM. So that's a real short message on how to use um, the clock. And I'm going to unshare my, uh, stop my share. So you want to tie in your math problems to real life situations. One real life situation is talking to your child what time they wake up in the morning. Well, I wake up at eight o'clock. How long does it take you to um, eat your breakfast and get dressed? It takes me one half hour. So if you wake up at eight o'clock, what time is it when you're finished with eating and, and getting dressed? So one half hour, 30 minutes. So it would be 8.30. So think of some real life stories in your child of going to school, riding their bike, a friend coming over, a friend staying for, for dinner. How long is dinner? Um, a birthday party. How long do you want to play games? How long do you want to open presents and then food and, and tie in some of these real life situations into math? It's going to make math fun. And having a clock like this is going to be a lot of fun that um, you can take out and share with them and let them move their hands and go ahead and put a marker for the hour hand and um, you know, a longer marker for the minute hand, you can get popsicle sticks and just move them around. And you could, like I said, use brads and put them into paper plates. But I'd love some of you to share with me what you do with your children with this video. Thanks for tuning in. And you can find me at dyslexia-solutions.com. I have an amazing reading program that I'm selling to teach dyslexic children to read and we use music. And you can find that on my website as well under what we, the services we provide. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to this podcast in its entirety. If what we shared today has inspired you, would you please visit our website, dyslexia-solutions. Com. And consider making a donation so that we can keep these podcasts going. Also, please subscribe to our channel and find me on, on Instagram, Marianne Cintron. Thank you again for tuning in and may God bless you.